Okay, ladies and gentlemen, the most famous advice in education is probably keep it simple, stupid. Millions of people heard that startling advice and immediately understood the wisdom. On the other hand, there are lots of education professors who don't believe in simple. They believe in unnecessary complexity. If no student understands an aspect of the lesson, some of these professors, I believe, will feel secret pride in their cunning. But even if a school was trying to keep it simple, stupid, that would only be half the battle. You have to keep doing it. When people watch firework displays, do they get tired of big fancy explosions one after another? No, they don't. Why would anyone think students get tired of fascinating bits and pieces that echo in your brain for weeks? So keep it fast, fool. The problem with our school system is that far too many professors of education seem to prefer a sort of lethargy. They want to create a new kind of child and then a new society. Sleepy, slow kids won't complain. They'll accept their socialist fate. But for the rest of us, we need to favor fast and simple. A friend just sent me a photograph of an egg standing up in her backyard. She explained that you could make an egg stand up only on the equinox. Something about equal gravitational fields. I thought this a perfect example of speed and keeping it simple. You could explain so much about the planet, about gravity, about physics. Wonderful, I thought. Imagine this little egg interacting with vast planetary forces. Then I wondered why I had not heard of this phenomenon before. I checked the internet for some up-to-date commentary. Turns out this whole story is an urban myth. I was disappointed, having decided to do a podcast about the egg and the equinox. On the other hand, this new information added depth to the whole story. Now there was a controversy to explain. Some people thought A, other people thought B. I'm sure most students would find that interesting and engaging. Controversy, that is. I looked more deeply at what other people were saying. Almost immediately I found a video made by the Boston Children's Museum, which turned my disappointment into victory. A clever official told the whole story in less than four minutes. Egg, gravity, equinox, the tilt of the earth on its axis, everything. Now you could tell this organization was in the business of entertaining and educating children, not boring them to death. The video's brevity is important. You show this video first thing. It provides a mental map for the journey students are about to take. Then you can go back and forth and look at 10 seconds here and then 15 seconds there and bring in various other videos to reinforce each of those parts. And in this way you build up a depth of understanding. Now the way you prepare to do this is, is to become expert on each little part of this experience. That's how you teach really fast. You focus on one piece at a time but keep moving. That's the essence of keeping it simple and fast. Typically, professors like to do a week or a month on some subject, meaning they will stretch out the information instead of condensing it. I don't think we can save these professors. 
but each individual teacher and parent can start doing a better job. Learn a little about things and then explain these to somebody who is younger and knows even less than you do. Spread the words. The goal remains always the same, simple and fast with lots of repetition. Now, one of the favorite topics these days in K-12 is something I think completely overpitched, overemphasized, and that is the notion of learner-centered. I don't think it's such a big deal or the name of the game. This is misleading jargon. What we need is learner-friendly, which is implicit in learner-centered, but it's not true unless you focus on friendly. Now, how about a place where learners go and smile the whole time and want to go back? That's what we want. Now, in closing, here's another dimension to the story about the egg. If you have a great deal of patience and steady hands, you can stand up that egg any day of the week. The secret lies in finding shapes on each piece that fits together, even if almost microscopically. There is a famous artist named Michael Grab. If you see his work, you'll understand how to stand up an egg. Thank you. Overview. Let's Fix Education explores seven of my favorite themes. First, this podcast is a meditation on what I call the K-12 crime scene. So many destructive ideas. Understanding them is the key to fixing them. Two, by doing that we will have better schools at less cost. Three, nothing much changes decade to decade. The big questions of the 1930s were the big questions of the 1960s and the 1990s. Any subject we discuss can easily intersect with any other subject. Most people instinctively want traditional education, but the education establishment fills classrooms with progressive gimmicks. The result is that we have a standoff, and that's why you run into the same ideas over and over. Four. The big brains in education keep telling students, don't bother memorizing this or that. You can look it up later. B.B. King, the great guitarist, is much smarter. He said, the beautiful thing about learning is nobody can take it away from you. Five, Lennon's ghost wanders through our school system. The hard left thinks big. If they have to kill millions of people to build their perfect society, that's okay. Same goes for dumbing down millions of students. Totalitarians want power. They will do anything to get it. Six, if we are going to survive, we have to take each child to his or her limit. As it is, we are creating millions of subeducated students from K right through college. Seven, analyzing education, especially dysfunctional education, is a lot more intellectually interesting than most people suppose. You'll enjoy this. Finally, P.S., my book, Saving K-12, runs parallel to everything discussed on this podcast. I also have an education site, improve-education.org, with 70 articles that complement everything discussed here. And I have hundreds of articles on the Internet. Enter a topic 
in Google with my full name, Bruce Dietrich Price, and let Google make suggestions. Thank you for visiting.